Hi, welcome to the Lisa O and M Show. I'm Lisa O, and this is my safe place to talk about all things Kardashian and celebrity related. And I'm Emily, the premier unofficial tarot card reader to the stars, the best worst tarot card reader this side of the Mississippi. I would say best. <laughs> We're going to talk about the news, mostly Kardashian, other things too. Uh, let's get to it. All right, welcome back to the Lisa O and M Show. I'm Lisa O, and I'm Emily. Today we've got a special Housewives, Real mm-hmm. Housewives of Salt Lake City. Season 4 recap. Yes. We're diving in. Um, I have to admit, I'm not a huge fan of the Real Housewives. <gasps> I know, gas. <laughs> but I am. <laughs> but luckily we have a resident expert. Oh, is that what we're calling me? Yeah. Okay. I okay. feel like PhD in, in Housewives. Mm-hmm. Okay. A PHSH. No. <laughs> we'll figure it out later. All right. So we were thinking we should go over who is in the cast this season. We've yes. got two new people. One is only newish, Angie K, mm-hmm. who was featured in the previous season, but not a cat, like not a housewife. Yes. Um, Angie K is Greek. Which was kind of fun because in the show it's so much about Mormon culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she coordinates lots of like Greek themed things for the housewives to go to and is all about her Greek culture and stuff. So that's kind of her her charm, uh-huh. I think. Yeah, she brings a little melanin to the group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, her and her husband have like a beauty salon empire situation. Mm-hmm. So they're fancy rich people with a salon is kind of her storyline. Okay. I feel like that about sums her up. Other new cast member we've got is Monica. Monica is, I feel like, way younger than the other. Yeah, she seems like in her like maybe late 20s, if that. Yeah, she can maybe be early 30s. but Maybe. But she also has the maturity of roughly a 13-year-old. While everybody else has the maturity of, like, a 16-year-old. Right, right. They're, they're a couple <laughs> of grades ahead of Miss Monica. Uh, Monica is a single mother. Mm-hmm. She comes on the show, and I think from the get-go was kind of a fan favorite because she's a single mother. She's not wealthy like the other housewives. She's not, like, driving a BMW or whatever. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have a big fancy house. She has a regular house. Um... And she talks about how she doesn't have those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's funny. She's a character. She's got a, a big personality. She does. Uh, so I, I, I loved her. I, I feel like without her, this season would have been bleh. But I also felt like she would. She just wanted to like be part of the group. Like mm-hmm. I felt like she was like their little sister that was just like, mm-hmm. I I want to play two guys, mm-hmm. and she, and it was somewhat endearing about her that I thought anyways. Yeah, there is a, a bit of a desperation about her, right? <laughs> I love a good desperate yeah, housewife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, also because you can like everybody can kind of relate to that energy of so badly wanting to be part of something yes. that you're just kind of not actually a part of. Yes, like we've all been there, so. Monica was funny. She also did a lot of really funny, um, when she would argue with people, she would like impersonate them and be like, oh, really, Lisa? Lisa, really? (laughs) Again, back to being 
13. Roughly 13 years old. So that was Monica. Then we still, we also had a little bit of Mary Cosby, who provided a lot of um, comic relief to the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Cosby is uh, the one who is a, she like, I don't know, do you own a church? I don't know what, she's like the, oh, she's yes. like the head of a church that she slash owns. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So she's made money from being. But it was a church her family started, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So her, her grandmother started this church, she inherited it, and then married her grandma's husband. husband. So her step-grandpa? Yeah. Which is, which is, you know. It's a thing. Yeah. We all have feelings about <laughs> it. But uh, she's she's weird, but also really funny. And she's very, she, on the show, her whole vibe is like, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. Like, that is the energy she brings every time she walks in the room. She doesn't fit in, and she doesn't care to fit in. She does not have the desperation that Monica has. Yes. She has, like, almost, like, a bewildered, like, what even is this (laughs) kind of energy. Uh Uh-huh. She hates everybody. She will not hesitate to tell everybody what she thinks of them. At one point, she told Heather that she thinks, like, she looks like she's inbred. Oh, I missed that part. (laughs) And then got mad because Heather went to her house, and her house is decorated really wildly like she has like a weird she has like weird throne like chairs at her dining room table oh that are like cartoonish almost like they kind of remind you of like Alice in Wonderland like the Queen of Hearts kind of uh-huh. vibe and everything's overly opulent like Donald Trump style gold toilet shit mm-hmm. that kind of thing um so Heather was on the show Kind of making fun of Mary's decor because it is bizarre. Mm-hmm. And Mary felt like her making fun of her house was ruder than Mary saying that Heather looks like she's in bread. Interesting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's Mary Cosby. She uh, is not a joiner. They went on a vacation at one point and she just She didn't stayed. go, she, right? She went. Oh, she did. But they would go out to eat and she would stay in the van. Oh, that's weird. She had the van driver take her to McDonald's at one point. Okay. Because she didn't want to go to the restaurant with the ladies. Why would you get in the van? Indeed. <laughs> Why would you go to the trip? <laughs> right. What I want to do is spend four hours in a van every night. <laughs> All the luxury. She's a character. Then we've got our usual cast. We've got Heather Gay. Yes. The Bad Mormon. Love her. She wrote a book. Yeah. She left the church. She's dealing with a lot. Mm-hmm. Single mother. Reconciling what she's doing versus how she's been raised. And she's got her big old beauty empire that she's... Mm-hmm. She's got her laser lab, whatever it's called. What is it called? Uh, you don't know. Nobody knows. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I go there and I can never... Oh, really- my God. <laughs> Lisa's like her number one fan and doesn't even know. I'm so terrible. I'm terrible with, like, names and things. Beauty Lab. Beauty Lab. That is correct. Sheesh. Okay, so we got Heather. We got Lisa. Yes. Who is a good Mormon. I like how you say that sort of, like, maybe. Well, because she, she, 
I mean, I don't mind this about her that she's like, I don't know, I I like the vibes of Mormonism, <laughs> but I'm not gonna like do all their things. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna wear garments because they're ugly, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna not drink because it's fun. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm Mormon, and she's like. Okay, so I'm sorry, but I feel like every other religion is kind of like that. Where, you know, you pick and choose mm. what parts work for you and try to incorporate it into your life. Like, there's a whole spectrum of Catholics. Sure. But for some reason, I feel like Mormons are not allowed to do that for... Well, especially <laughs> Utah Mormons. Right. And so I feel like she's just... She's, she's just, doing it. She's how, just a normal, normal person mm-hmm. figuring out how to do it her way. Interesting. <laughs> but yes, I, maybe it is because it's she's in Utah, so you know well, it's like this competition things. who could be the the most sure. holy or sure. whatever. Well, and like the whole deal is she cannot go to the temple, right? And like that's a that's a thing that Mormons feel that's like so important that you be able to go to the temple and do whatever the hell they do in there and she cannot as mm-hmm. long as she continues to drink and not wear her garments or whatever yeah but do you think she i don't think she cares about of going course to she the... doesn't care <laughs> if she cared she would <laughs> she might consider she but... might not own a tequila company right now and yet here we are <laughs> <laughs> so that's lisa our good mormon uh we have meredith marks I kind of think she might be the oldest one of the group, don't you think? I don't know. Every time I see... So, on the reunion show, when I was watching, Lisa looks older to me. Oh. I don't know if she is or, mm. or what, but just um, seeing her um, on the reunion show, I don't. I didn't think that during like, the episodes that I mm-hmm. have seen, but for some reason on the reunion show, she was just... Maybe she was tired. I don't know. But she oh. I, she seemed like she was the oldest. But I would agree. Otherwise, like, Meredith is a close she second. She projects a queenly vibe, I feel. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's yeah. presiding over every situation she's in. Yeah. And I don't know where that comes from. But, like, she she's, yeah, got that sort of um, no BS CEO yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of vibe about her. Like she is running whatever is happening. She's going to fire your ass uh-huh. if you step out of line. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, the, and everybody behaves accordingly. <laughs> you know, they react to her in that way. Like yeah. It feels like they're all a little intimidated by her. Mm-hmm. I mean, occasionally they'll confront her, but for the most part, nobody Fs with, with Meredith. Meredith. Yeah. Uh, then we have, finally have Whitney. Uh-huh. Our kind of ex-Mormon blonde... She also seems really, really young to me compared to the others. Oh, yeah. I also think part of her youngness, though, is that she might not be the smartest one. Ah, okay. You know, she's a little... Uh Uh-huh. I think she's got a nice heart. Yep. I think she means well. She's got spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, she does. (laughs) But I don't think she's the brightest bulb. Mm-hmm. in the room mm-hmm. and so I think she defers a lot to people yeah and when she does speak up she ends up kind of coming across like a child almost. yes very juvenile yes uh-huh. I would agree and that's our cast of the Salt Lake I don't know who's going to be in the next season there is going to be a next season we'll talk about that next I mean you know whenever 
later on. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. So, things that happened in season four. They took a trip to Palm Springs. They stayed at that Trixie, whatever her last name is. Trixie Mattel. Trixie Mattel, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it was called the Trixie Motel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so cute and so perfect for coming, like, right off of the Barbie movie premiere uh-huh. because everything there is, like, pink and, like, Barbie dollhouse fun. Yes. And uh, the big controversy there was that Meredith had beef with Angie K and so had not invited Angie. But Whitney was like, oh, we're going to Palm Springs. And Angie was like, you're doing what now? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Whitney's like, you should come. <laughs> and Whitney does do this thing where she a little bit plays off that she's kind of dumb. I don't think she as, is as dumb as she portrays sure. herself to be. Uh-huh. I think she fully knew that uh, bringing Angie was going to make Meredith real mad. Uh-huh. And so there's a big confrontation at in Palm Springs with Meredith and Angie Kay mm-hmm. where they're yelling at each other at a restaurant and Meredith was drunk. Why? I know, I know. <laughs> and she starts threatening to talk about rumors. Oh my, the rumors the this rumors year. About Angie Kay's husband. Which Monica announces to everybody is that Monica or that Angie's husband is actually gay mm-hmm. and uh, has been having all sorts of affairs all over town and everybody knows it. Mm. And so that is the beginning of the drama of the season, which we were talking about a little while ago. It just sort of, I don't know, it seemed to kind of fizzle. Right. It, it never really went anywhere, mm-hmm. right? And, and Which makes me saying, think, is this like something mm-hmm. that's actually unfolding in real life right and yeah it could be there was an episode where angie and her husband go to dinner because they're trying to like because she acknowledges that their marriage is sort of fizzling Mm -hmm. their daughter sleeps in their bed with them every night Mm. which i think is a mistake my friends yeah (laughs) but uh how does anyone sleep with a child they're like it's like a boxing match yeah as bad as sleeping with a cat. Who would do that? <laughs> Idiots. Me. Uh, <laughs> but they go to dinner, her and her husband, and, like, there is zero chemistry. They have nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. It's it's a sad little date. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Because it did sort of, they sort of just let it go. Eventually, Angie was, and Angie K is an interesting person because, she also, I think, really wants to be part of this group, but she's, you know, mm-hmm. a late addition. Yeah. She's not an OG. And she's definitely an outsider in it. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. That could be another reason why it fizzled is because everybody else on the show was like, anyway. <laughs> uh, other things. Oh, there was a big fight between Lisa and Monica. For some reason, those two just, oh, I know what it was. On the trip to Palm Springs, Monica got really irritated because Lisa lost her ring. That was like a, now I can't remember if it was $10,000 or $30,000. But she kept saying, like, my my $30,000 ring is lost. Oh, my $30,000 ring. And Monica was like 
called her out on it and was like, this is, like, not relatable. Like, nobody feels sorry for you and your $30,000 ring. Mm-hmm. Like, poor baby. Shut up about the $30,000. Mm-hmm. And so since that moment, those two were, like, bickering and fighting a lot. And then Whitney had a big pop-up event for her new jewelry line or something. Mm-hmm. And as part of the event, she invited some people to do a sound bath. Because that's very Whitney. Mm-hmm. She loves her some crystals and sound baths. And uh, so they're doing this very quiet sound bath. The sounds are like, <laughs> And in the background, Monica and Lisa are like, You shut up, you stupid bitch! <laughs> So it's nothing more relaxing than and Whitney's up at the front of the room and can hear them at the back of the room because it's quiet. Uh mm-hmm. So that was a fun moment, uh, <laughs> ruining Whitney's poor little party uh, with their cursing and fighting in the back of the room. It was pretty. I mean, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be a housewives it's show. True. I mean, you can't just show sound bathing. Right. Who wants to tune in to watch to watch people in a sound bath situation? Like, not even you're not in it. You're just watching other people being. I can't bored. even get people to go do a sound bath. Much I less. feel like I would do it. You were invited to one, but then you fell and broke your arm. Oh yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> it was all you threw plan. yourself down a mountain <laughs> to get out of going to a sound bath. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> So I went by myself. And were you cleansed? I found it very relaxing, but I have a really hard time decompressing, so. Oh. I have a hard time compressing. (laughs) (laughs) I I believe that. I'm literally the most chill person I know. And I'm always that like, okay. We've got 10 things on the list to do today. Blah, 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 blah. And then at night, I'm all, blah. Yeah. And Was I'm that like, enough sound what effects? What if we didn't? <laughs> what if we just don't? Ever. That's my motto. I'm don't? on this stupid hike, and then I'm supposed to go do a sound bath. I'm just going to throw myself on the ground. <laughs> I will not. I don't want to do any of this anymore. Yep. Nothing. That's, me. That's, me. That's my bad. <laughs> What else do we... Oh, Heather organized a, a Pioneer-themed event, mm-hmm. and all the ladies had to dress up in, like, Pioneer dresses and bonnets. Okay, why? Because it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> they looked so fucking stupid. <laughs> was that the point, though? Was she like, this is going to be hilarious? Or no. See, Heather wanted to, like... She's feeling conflicted because... She doesn't want to be Mormon. She hates the Mormon church, but also there was fun things about being a Mormon. Mm-hmm. And there's cute little cultural things that Mormons do. Mm-hmm. And so she kind of wanted to do a little celebration of cute little things Mormons do. Uh-huh. But it was a weird, like, one of the things they did was churn butter. Mm-hmm. And the way they did it is they had a mason jar with cream in it mm-hmm. that and they were shake. just shaking. Uh-huh. And that was the activity, right? So after, like a shake about, weight. after about five minutes, everybody's lost interest, mm-hmm. except for Meredith. <laughs> Who's going to so make some motherfucking butter. the entire episode, 
She's shaking a jar of butter. Just shaking it. The entire episode. They've moved on. They've done like seven other activities. <laughs> Meredith is still shaking that goddamn jar because she is making some butter. Yeah. And she ends up like later, like her and her husband go on a date or something and she takes the butter with her and, <laughs> and asks the person if they can bring out a plate that she can put some of her butter on. And <laughs> Yeah, because when you work that hard to make some butter... She that you can just buy the store out of that butter, mm-hmm. and she was like dedicated to it. It was mm-hmm. it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. And they were all just wearing these stupid ass bonnets, <laughs> and then like you know, but fighting about stuff, right? Dressed as pioneers, uh huh. Uh-huh. So Monica and Lisa yelling at each other, calling each other's names, and mm-hmm. whatever. And they're wearing stupid ass pioneer bonnets. It was beautiful. I feel like Heather needs to have a sit down with Lisa and just try to figure out how she can incorporate the parts of Mormonism that she likes in her life and just leave the other BS behind. Yeah, I think the thing with Heather, though, is that she's sort of realized how problematic the church is. Yeah. And just doesn't want to... She Yeah. You know, she doesn't want to be affiliated with that. At, at all, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I that's think a that's, hard, that's hard, though. Right? When, sure. when she's... When you're raised. And she was in it. Like, went on a mission. Went to BYU. Like, Mm -hmm. married in the temple. She did all the things. Yep. And now does none None of of the things. Yeah. So it makes sense that she's feeling a little, like... A little bit of identity crisis. Yeah. So then... The girls all go on a big trip to Bermuda. They pick Bermuda because Monica's family was, like, from there or something. Okay. And she still has family there, like, uncles and cousins or something. Okay. And she's never been to Bermuda, or not since she was little. Mm Mm-hmm. So they plan this big trip for Monica, kind of, but for all of them to go to Bermuda and be in a fancy place. And they rent this beautiful beach house. It's stunning, of course. And then... Monica's supposed to meet up with her family first, and they all cancel on her, and she's convinced that it's because of her mom, who is, like, a weird kind of psychopath. Mm-hmm. Because um, she thinks her mom told her family not to meet with her. Oh. Which is gross to think about. I think it's actually that they were like, actually, we don't want to be on your TV, TV show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a legitimate thing. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so then there's this big dramatic phone call. Heather gets a phone call. She goes into her room. She's, like, ripping her microphone off, and she's shutting the cameras out of the bedroom, and she's like, oh, my God, are you serious? And she's talking on the phone, and it's very dramatic, and you're like, okay, what's going on here? And it turns out she's been having people investigate Monica because she thinks Monica's not who she says she is, and we find out that Monica is actually behind a Twitter account called Reality Von Tees. Okay. Who has been trolling the housewives since the beginning of the show. Mm. And Monica's behind this. And the account, like, tweets all sorts of mean things about everybody on the show. Mm-hmm. And so Heather does, like, this huge, like, dramatic... She brings all the other housewives together and is like, I'm going to confront Monica because she is reality fontese. And everybody's like, oh, <laughs> I feel so betrayed. And it's very dramatic. Everybody's like 
crying and emotional and like, how could she? She betrayed us and blah. And then they confront Monica at dinner. Mm-hmm. And Heather gives this like crazy speech where she starts yelling like, I've got receipts, screenshots, blah. And she's like yelling and it's fabulous. And essentially kicks Monica out. Like they're like, you can leave. And she leaves. Uh-huh. Bermuda, I think. Because they're like, you are an online bully and you've been bullying us and you've ruined our lives and blah, blah, blah. Interesting. Monica claims that this account was actually created because she originally worked as Jen Shaw's assistant. Mm, okay. That's how, that's how she's even involved in any of this. And she hated Jen after working with her because she saw the kind of human being that she is. Mm -hmm. And so her and some other people who knew her, who knew Jen Shaw, created this reality Montez thing to sort of, like, show the world how terrible Jen was. Except the way they would do it is, like, I mean, sometimes they would, like, show videos and stuff of Jen Shaw acting awful to people. But sometimes they would be like, Jen Shaw today said that Heather is like the ugliest, fattest human being on the earth or something like that. Mm -hmm. Which Heather read as this account calling her the ugliest, fattest human being on earth. Right. Instead of... Instead of seeing... It shining a light on one of the other cast members. I think that is what Monica was saying the intention was. Right. What came across was the account was bullying all of the housewives. Right. So anyway, everything blew up. And, uh, yeah, it was crazy. And now Monica's not going to be on season five because the housewives don't want to work with her, I think. Well, I mean, why would they? They feel betrayed. But part of me is like, why can't they... I don't understand the, um, there still seems to be this, like, loyalty to Jen Shaw. Right. That I can't. Although kind of not. I mean, Heather talked, Heather admitted her black eye came from Jen Shaw. Yeah. Which was a whole thing this season before because Heather was like, I don't remember and I drank too much and I'm so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And everybody was like, you remember. Mm -hmm. She still claims she doesn't remember. Yes. But just knows that Jen did it to her, gave her a black eye. Anyway. But didn't want to tell people because of the trial or something, I think. Well, and the reunion, Heather talks about how she doesn't remember. She still doesn't remember. And there's a lot of shame about getting so drunk and not remembering because, you know, the yeah. whole Mormon thing. So, I mean, I mean, the, Jen Shaw might have given it to her. I don't know that it was necessarily on purpose. Oh, Like, yeah. they were so oh, drunk, yeah. I'm right? positive it wasn't on purpose. Right? And so, but yeah, I don't, but Heather still claims that she does not know how she got the black eye. And she feels bad. No, for, she said Jen gave it to her. On the reunion show, she said she still doesn't remember, and she has a lot of guilt about not remembering, like drinking so much. Maybe Jen told her she gave it to her. Maybe, and but she doesn't remember. Yeah, because why else would she say that? I don't know. Well, she said a lot. She said a lot of things, right? So she pretended like she did know. Yeah, and she said that was in hopes that there was some sort of recording of what happened and that's whoever did it would come forward Mm -hmm. but i don't i mean i don't know that whole thing was 
it's still weird. Yeah, it is weird. Anyway, so everybody's mad at Monica and hates her. Uh-huh. I think it's a little, I don't know. It's hard. But I, it's hard to me because they're so mad at Monica, but they don't seem to be that mad at Jen. Right. And Jen did some pretty horrible things. Maybe not to them directly. I mean, she's not the nicest person to anybody, really. But no. um, I do think a little bit they've washed their hands of Jen. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they're they're like, well, she's in prison now, so <laughs> so we'll deal with that later. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, not my problem anymore. Yeah, I, I I get that impression a little bit that they're just like, bye now. Yeah, over it. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway. Uh, Heather's speech was even quoted in, like, a congressional committee. <laughs> one of the, what? One of, the, one of the congressmen people was like, we have the receipts, we have the proof, we have the timeline. Uh. <laughs> uh, so so Heather's, Heather's famous. Heather's made her way to, uh, to, the, big, to the big house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's exciting. But, uh, yeah, so no Monica next year. Which is I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how do you how do you feel. I mean, we needed somebody to fill Jen Shaw's place. Yeah. So yeah, what are we gonna do? Monica did it. I don't I don't know who else could do it. I'm curious to see what'll happen. Yeah. Should we do a, a reading to see what we think is gonna happen? I think we should. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna do a reading for season five. Season five, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. See what sort of shenanigans we're gonna get into for this next season. Indeed. So the first card, we're going to flip it over. So we do a three-card layout. Yep. Ooh, the sun. The sun. Ooh, it's like a statue with scribblies on it. All two little naked cherubs and a little lion. I like the sun. If I can find it. Hold on. It's funny because when I think of the sun, I think of something as being very, you know, just powerful and... But this, this seems very playful, almost. Whimsical. Whimsical. <laughs> yeah, it's like the David statue. But he's holding like a little little pitchfork, almost. I think he's going to toast some marshmallows, make some s'mores. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The lion is a typical sun symbol, while the Greco-Roman Apollo appears here as the god of light. Yet the card is rendered in darker tones. Most versions of this card depict twins, mostly shown as children, which discreetly hints at the second birth. What does that mean? The second birth is a metaphor. (laughs) Read on, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) Which means that you as an adult have to be reborn and moreover give birth to yourself this time around. Your first birth brought you into this world. Your second birth is nothing less than deliberately choosing your own life's path. No longer restricted by habitual behavior and fixed routines, but informed by free choice and exercising your free will. The second birth is possible only as a result of a process of becoming. Blah, 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 blah. So that's, uh, okay. So we're going to get a rebirth next year? Is that what that's saying? Well, I think that's, this is what their stage is right now. Oh, okay. Which I kind of see because we're now in a post-Jen Shaw Real Housewives world mm-hmm. where they sort of have to figure out what, what is this without right without her craziness. Yep. So maybe that's what that is. 
All right, the next card is what we're hoping for for the next season. The Page of Swords. Page of Swords. Um, dude's dressed very fancy in his red fancy thing. I'm a fancy man with my fancy plant. <laughs> yes, he's holding a, a <laughs> plant of some sort. Oh, and there's like a dragon or something at his oh, back. Yeah. Very ominous. Okay. It's a little scary. He seems very unaware. Yeah, he's like, I'm just showing off my sword and my fancy plants. <laughs> I think and he's then, checking himself out in the reflection of his sword. He's all, in the meantime, dang, I look like good. A beast about to eat him. Yeah, it's gonna snatch him up. And that's what we want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By adding air to a flame in the fire, to a body immersed in water, or to an object floating in air, it will become more buoyant and rise up. This is also true of the human mind, which is symbolically equivalent to the fire element. A well-functioning mind makes many things easier. Traditionally, the Page of Swords represents mental renewal and new thoughts, judgments, and decisions. In addition, the Lee depicts a possible contradiction between apparently peaceful intentions, represented by the green twig in the fig figure's hand, and dangerous consequences, visible as the demon in the background. In a general sense, this card stands for everything new, for placeful, playful and experimental thinking. It warns you to beware of gullibility and ignorance, which might lead to powerless protests, general distrust, and erratic or dogmatic decision-making. So yeah, we want them to pretend to be nice, but also the bad things happen to them. <gasps> Did I say that? Oh. <laughs> we want something lurking in the background. And there always is. There always is. Who's the gonna rumors. Who's gonna betray the housewives this season? Mm -hmm. Yep. Who's it gonna be? All right, the final one. I think it's the Ace of Cups. Uh, yes, this is the Ace of Cups. We've had this one before. It's very bleak looking. There's a boat. It's very blue. Yeah, somebody stranded on a desert island. Yeah, alive. yeah, very much so. But the two faces don't miss the faces. Right, Lisa. or the wing, they look like wings coming out of the cup. Oh, yeah, or the yeah. two faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this is what's actually going to happen. This card features two double images. Two faces are shown in profile, facing each other on the left and right side, but the same visages, visages. How do you? Anyway. Sure. Yes, that. <laughs> Could also be interpreted as two wings raising the cup into the air. The image hints that the cup as a symbol is rather ambiguous concerning fullness as well as emptiness, good emotions as well as bad. Another contradiction of this card is the contrast between the vastness of the sea and the limited capacity of a single cup. Oceanic feelings enable us to experience connectedness with all, the single cup stands for the individual's inner life. Blah, blah, blah. The secret of the Ace of Cups lies in purification of the psyche. If you can learn to delve deep into your feelings through reconciliation or by letting go, thus ensuring that no bad feelings or compromises dull the clear mirror of your soul, you will stay young regardless of your age. No one wants that no for the housewives. We don't want reconciliation and clarity the advice of this card is this is not the time for great promises or expectations but for personal integrity 
Blah. That sounds opposite of what we want. Settle all problems that dull your feelings. Clear your emotions and take your own cup into your own hands. <laughs> oh my god, is it going to be all sound baths all the time next year? <laughs> this is our season of healing. It's going to be all yoga and meditation and like green smoothies. All right, I guess maybe the housewives would be happy with that reading. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed. I don't think they're happy with that reading. You don't think they, no. they just want peace and serenity? No. Serenity now? No. no. <laughs> they don't want that. That doesn't sell. Well, we all know I am the, the world's best worst tarot card reader, so <laughs> it, it shall be so. Sorry. <laughs> All right, so hopefully this isn't an indication of next season because who's going to watch sound bows all season long? If there's nobody arguing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We need arguments. We need yelling at restaurants. Yes. Accusations. <laughs> Love yeah. a good rumor. Yes. Okay, that's all I got. I love it. Housewives, we're excited for you to come back. Yep, they're already filming season five right now. Amazing. So, fingers crossed, we get a lot of, uh, uh, I'm hoping for some new characters, something to like, yeah, mix it up a bit, yeah. freshen it up. Somebody fun. Yes. Yep, that's right. Because they, yeah, they still haven't filled that gap, that, that gaping hole that Jen Shaw left, mm -hmm. so. Yep. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.